Hey there, this is Chloe, director of the Novi Works Lab, here with your monthly lab chat, Curia, where we talk all things productivity and business. This month, we have a really awesome guest. I've been super excited for this particular interview, if only because it's the second time that we're doing it. So after the jump, I'll introduce you to my new friend. Chanel. So, everyone, I have the magnificent Chanel Porter with me. Chanel, why don't you introduce yourself for folks who don't know who you are? Absolutely. So, first of all, thank you so much for the warm <laughs> welcome because I am so excited. Like, I've been looking forward to this since we scheduled it. Okay. <laughs> I've been completely looking forward to it. So, for those that may not know who I am, my name is Chanel Porter. I'm a business strategist and I really focus on helping entrepreneurs really learn what their genius is how to monetize it, how to package it up, and then increase their online sales. And, you know, for me, it's important because I came from a space where I saw how corporate America ran their business when it came to sales. And a lot of small business owners can implement a similar strategy, right? And really level up their entire business structure by running their business like the CEO they already are. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, girl. We absolutely need more of that. <laughs> So, okay. And I'm hearing a little bit of weird feedback on your end. So hopefully that's not too horrible when folks listen in. But as I was saying, yes, we absolutely need more of that in our life. Like, I feel like, I don't know, when people start a business, they expect that they're going to be the CEO. And then when they actually get into the running part of the business, they're more like the exhausted employee. And so... I'm so glad that we have people like you looking out for us, honestly. <laughs> I was that person. No yeah? lie. No yeah. lie. I, I, when I first started, well, I'm not even going to lie. Even in like the middle of running my business, <laughs> I was that tired, overwhelmed, overlooked, overworked employee. Mm-hmm. And, like constantly working in my business. And it took a while for me to understand what I was doing wrong to land me in that position because I was getting burnt out. And at some point I was questioning, honestly, did I really want to do this? Like, do I want to go back to corporate America? Like, is that really what I want to do right now? And so I know that there are a lot of people like that, that feel like that, that they're just stuck and they find themselves going on Indeed and look, searching and scrolling, trying to double dutch, seeing if that's what they want to do. And when it really boils down to it, it's how you position your business. It's systems that you have in place that will either help you or hurt you. And in my case, they were really hurting me. Wow. Wow. So that's super interesting, right? Because most business, you know, mentors or coaches that I've heard of, usually they're sort of like, yeah, let's get some systems into your business. And that's it. They never really think about or they never really talk about when systems might be hurting you. So that's actually really interesting that it's not just having systems, it's having the right systems for you, the kind of business that you run and for your goals. Girl, okay, as a pause, as an aside, let me just say that this is why me and Chanel get along, okay? Because it's not just like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's like subtlety and really thinking about specifics. All right. Like this is like the nerd, the nerd team here. Okay. That's probably what connects me to people. Like I just find the nerd in other people and I'm like, Hey, fellow nerd. (laughs) So that's my aside. (laughs) 
<laughs> now, now let's get back to what everybody is here for. Miss Chanel, since you are a systems expert, would you mind laying your wisdom on us, the poor masses? <laughs> Absolutely. I think a lot of people, when you hear systems, people automatically equate that to a ton of money, right? A ton of work, and it can be intimidating for some. But I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> That's the great part about it, because as the CEO of your business, you get to set it up for what works for you, not only like for your business, but for your right. budget. And it is tax season, right? Mm. And so I was working with my accountant and I was looking at all of the receipts, all of the different systems that I've tried last year. And mm. legit, I spent over $7,000 on different systems just trying it out because I too am a nurse, right? <laughs> I don't just want to tell people, well, one thing that works and then not explore other options as well. I need to be able to back up what I'm talking about. And what I found is that simple is always best. So if you are someone like myself, you're a coach, if you're a strategist, you're a service like professional, you're a consultant, right? Of course, you're going to need the basics. So that would be your email. Okay. And, you know, now that it's 2020, it's time to level up. Okay. So the days of having, you know, Chanel Porter at gmail.com, that's mm. nice. Right. But we got to elevate that. We got to elevate that and actually pay, right, for that info at Chanel yes. you know, because yes. it speaks of volumes to not only your business, but how you run your business and how serious you take your business. And so as you're thinking long-term about different collaborations and partnerships and reaching out to partners and, you know, you want all of these things, we have to, at the, from the very beginning, run our business like a business, right? Absolutely. So we have the email, mm-hmm, girl. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, you're going to need a calendar, okay? So this is another area where you can do free, okay? So Acuity Scheduler, they actually have a free option as well as Calendly, right? And so being able to make it easy for people to do business with you, there's no reason that someone should have to DM us or email us before they can schedule a discovery call with us. Because like the likelihood of them going through that step is slim to none. No one wants to have to go through all of that and then possibly have to do a questionnaire on top of that. That's a lot, right? So we have to have email, we have to have the scheduler, right? But then on top of that, a lot of people think that you have to have a website right away. And the reality is you don't, right? So is it worth it? Yes, absolutely. It is completely worth it to have a website. But do you actually need one right away? No, absolutely not. I made my first $3,000 without having a website. I legitimately had an email. I had a link tree, free version. Hello, somebody. Okay. And I had, <laughs> I had my calendar. Those three things for me starting out, best investment I could have had. Because in reality, the way that you show up and the means that you can actually leverage social media by is powerful, right? And so getting your content in front of people and showing them who you are, what you do, how you serve your tribe that gets your foot in the door, right? Because before you can even sell to somebody, you have to earn that right. And once you earn that right, all right, now let's give them a means to go ahead and 
get in the program. Okay. So of course I had that. Eventually I learned a little bit more about, or I'm not even learned more, but took more seriously how much email marketing could really help your business. Right. And I started out with MailChimp at first, which is free y'all. Okay. Free. So y'all know I'm very budget conscious, <laughs> right? Because I'm aware that a lot of people, they don't have thousands of dollars to dish out right now. And that's perfectly fine, but there's no excuse for not taking advantage of what's free. Okay. So I tried that. It was okay. I'm not going to lie. It was okay. But I did eventually switch to ConvertKit, which I love. And that within itself has helped my business flourish. Because when you think of systems, right, those couple of things can help you get clients and start making the money that you can actually, you're going to need for things like lead pages or webinar jam. Or, you know, those things that cost a little bit more, it gets you in a place where you can not only pay your bills, but start investing in additional things that will help the growth of your business. But when you think of systems, it's super important to cover your basic foundational items first that can help you bring in revenue before you go spending all of that money and have no one coming in. You know what I'm saying? It's like spending. Can I just get an amen? Yes. Can I just get an amen from the congregation? Like, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me, Miss <Ms>. Chanel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just going to very quickly recap just so everyone makes sure that they got that gold, okay? So, your business is supported by systems. You want to make sure that you have the right systems for your business, for you, for your goals where you are in terms of like your phase of business, if you've just started, if you've been in it for a couple of years, et cetera, et cetera, right? And when you're just starting out, you don't necessarily need a website, right? Sometimes it's fine enough, right? To just have an email, a calendar, and something like a link tree, right? Something like a small landing page that's connected to your social media, right? Something that's going to allow people to continue to get value from you until you've earned their trust enough to actually start making the sale. And then you can start adding tools that will then help you in creating revenue. Does that feel like I summarized everything that you just said? Well, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sums it up. Like, there's no point in overcomplicating it and thinking that, you know, that's why a lot of people, honestly, they procrastinate on it because they're thinking that it's something more. Yeah. And your system is just, it's just a process. That That's all it is. It's just a process that you're going to use to get people from social media, from your email list, from walking up the street. Like, <laughs> it's taking up your process, okay? And for me, now my system is definitely has developed, Right. But when I first started, I wish I would have learned and knew all of this stuff because quite honestly, I would have saved a ton of money because I was paying for tools that I didn't have the foot traffic to bring in and I wasn't getting a return on my investment because I didn't have nobody that I had at that point, right, to make money with and build with and leverage to pay for the tools that I was paying for. So I was already in the negative. Mm. So those of you out there who have subscriptions that you're not really using or that you're not making enough to cover, rethink those, rethink them. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's always another way. 
And this is not to say, you know, of course, want to prepare for the opportunities that we want. But for example, if you are someone that's just starting out, you may want to start with, you know, a Zoom, right, before signing up for Webinar Jam, if you don't have all of that up front, because the reality is we still have bills, you still have business expenses. And if you're not consistently booking clients or getting customers, you're putting yourself in a very sticky place where you may not get the return you're looking for. And you don't want to fall into that space of feeling like unmotivated and feeling like, you know what, this just isn't working and getting in a mental space where you're stuck. Because that can cost you more as well. Yeah, yeah. Can I also just point out that Chanel spent, you said, $7,000 this year? $7,000 last year <laughs> just trying different things because on social media, you will hear a lot of people that have hundreds and thousands of followers promote specific brands and specific companies. And when I first started, I was like, oh yeah, well, if she said this, it has to be gold. It has to work for me because it's working for her. And she's making all these hundreds of thousands of dollars per month per year. And that was my mindset. Completely wrong. Right. (laughs) But that was it for me. And I was like, well, if it's working for her, I have to make it work for me. And the reality was that wasn't the case. I needed to run my business as the CEO, but something that worked for me, that's going to work with me alongside me to make things easier for me and my potential clients. Mm -hmm. And so things that I invested in, for example, was Webinar Jam. I tried, what is it? Kajabi. (laughs) I tried lead pages, click funnels, (laughs) so many. And there are some really amazing tools out there. But the biggest lesson that I learned was that I didn't need all of that in the beginning. I didn't. I didn't. And I could have saved a lot of money focusing on building up my community, right? And working on getting leads in before I started to invest in the other stuff. And that's the biggest lesson that I want people to take away is use what you have. There's no point in robbing Peter to pay Paul for webinar champ. Like, <laughs> Use what you have in order to get to where you want to go. Start right now, right? There are so many free resources out here that sometimes people aren't taking advantage of either because they don't know like what they are. They don't know how to use it or that they even exist. That's really good. Oh, man. And I think you should never underestimate the power of sort of your own mind. And like, folks, hang with me here for a bit because... I know Chanel and I keep saying, like, you want to use the tool that works for you, for your business, et cetera, et cetera. But when we're saying for you, we really do mean for you, right? Like some tools are going to vibe with you and some are not. Some are going to be arranged in such a way or have frameworks that work with your brain chemistry, especially well, that you need to expend fewer brain calories to utilize than say maybe a different tool, right? And you need to be paying attention to those cues as well because you don't want to have to overcome the way something is set up in order to use it if there's another tool out there that's more, you know, streamlined according to like the way your mind works. So that's something that I also want to tease out of what Chanel has been saying. Do not underestimate, you know, just vibe or how easy it feels to use a tool, right? Because that's a real metric. 
that's really something that you should be utilizing as you're measuring what tools you should use and what you shouldn't. Quick example, I also used MailChimp, right? And I have been using MailChimp. And the reason that MailChimp has been working for me is because I'm a developer. I know how to code, right? And then on top of that, I just have sort of like a brute force method, right? MailChimp is not super intuitive for me, but I sort of brute force my way into making things happen. But then lo and behold, a couple weeks ago, I discovered this other tool called MailerLite. And I started fiddling with it. And it's so much easier for me to use. Like, it just works with the way that my brain works. And so now I'm trying to figure out, okay, like, what are the pros and cons? You know, like, I'm measuring what would be the best tool for me, my business, et cetera. But that me is a key metric in there. So, yeah. Mm, That's a whole word. (laughs) Thank you, Chanel. are so welcome. That's it. You know, when you think about your business, at the end of the day, it's your business and we are showing up to serve other people, right? But in order for us to do that, we have to position ourselves in a way that we are successful in doing so. And that's why systems are so important is because, you know, when you're asleep at night, right? Or if you sleep in the daytime, if you work, you know, whatever kind of shift, your business still has to run without you physically sitting Mm -hmm. in it. And, you know, having something in place where people don't have to go through you to work with you is key. Yeah. Can I just repeat that? Having a system that means that people don't have to go through you to work with you is key. So many golden nuggets. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So many like tweets in here. Like I'm feeling it. Okay. (laughs) Like I cannot wait for this to come out, but it's just that real, you know, and these are things that I talk through with my clients and you know, people that I've worked with and people even that DM me and, and ask me questions, you know, sometimes people just, they just need that quick answer, something to kind of like turn that light bulb on and they get that aha moment. And it's like, wow, like something so simple, mind yeah. blown. Yeah. Oof. Okay. So I'm going to make a quick transition here. We've been talking a lot yeah. about tools and systems, right? But tell me a tool that you use that makes your life easier, specifically for you. It doesn't necessarily have to be a part of your system. It can be an app that you use every day. What's a tool that you literally could not do without? Oh, my <laughs> oh gosh. Look, I'm getting heart palpitations. Okay. So I think for me, honestly, everything Google, and I know that's a lot, but, but like Google, like the Google Docs, like all of it, it gives me life. I use every single one of them every day for several reasons. So I actually plan out my content, right? <laughs> so I use the Google tools within that. But then Google Docs for me helps me, first of all, not have like 50 million sticky notes all across my desk. Mm-hmm. Because as you are in the zone and you get so many great ideas for tweets and for topics, you can easily put it on your phone and it's already at your computer, right? OneNote is something similar to that as well. But that's kind of my go-to lately. Like for the past two months, you know, being able to use like the voiceover and just like speak and it types whatever I'm saying, because as y'all can clearly see, your girl is real passionate. And as I begin to talk, (laughs) sometimes I can go, right? And so being able to leverage a tool that, serves so many different purposes and helps me 
it's helping me finish my book, right? It's helping me keep track of the different tweets that I want to put out. It's helping me keep track of, you know, where specific clients are on their journey. Who haven't I reached out to? It helps me to do all of these things. But I never realized how valuable Google as a company is for a business outside of just email. You know what I'm saying? Like even my calendar, learning that a calendar isn't just a calendar, honey. It is like a goal mind when you can sit there and create like specific calendars for things, you know, like a content calendar, for example. Yeah, I have that in Excel, but I actually in my Google calendar have a specific calendar that's in there. It's outlined. It shows me because I'm a visual person, right? It shows me what it is I need to be doing and when. Let's face it, especially with everything going on right now. I'm a mom, right? And I'm a wife. And so as I'm working sometimes, you can be pulled in so many different directions and you can get off track so easily. And so having a tool that is connected to everything that I can use on my laptop, I can use on my iPad, I can use on my cell phone and all of the information be in the same place for me is crucial. Mm. Oh my gosh, this is so funny because you are not the first guest to have brought up Google and their systems. So I just want to give a quick shout out to Google <laughs> for yes. laying it down for us small business folk. Like, seriously, because I also use Google in everything. Like, I use Google for everything. Look, <laughs> it got so bad, my Google fixation, it got so bad that when I was considering and eventually got myself a work phone, right? Because I realized that I needed my personal life and my business life to be separate. When I eventually got myself a work phone, tell me why I got myself a Pixel 2 XL. Tell me why I got myself a Google phone. Tell me, tell me. Because it's in alignment with everything Yes. Else, you know? Yes. Yeah. So that is like right now something that I cannot live without because it's so versatile and you can do with it what you need. Like you can make it do whatever it is you need it to do. And for me, that's the most important, not to mention that, you know, it's free with, with my emails because I already paid for that. So it's like, I don't have to pay for anything extra. I will say that I am testing out Trello and I'm loving it. I'm not even going to lie. I can't see it taking the place of Google but thinking of like from a standard operating procedure standpoint and your customer journey standpoint, it's giving me life. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see how that goes. But right now, Google is definitely holding down that number one spot in my heart. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. 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 You will come back on the show and let us know the moment that Google has been toppled. Yes. If that ever happened, of course I'll come back, but I can't say that they will ever be dethroned <laughs> just because of how deep our relationship is. Right. But yes, if that ever happens, y'all will be the first. Thank you so much. <laughs> so I was like, I feel like that is a deep relationship. And I can't imagine in my own head what would remove Google from like the king in my system's heart. But if something did, that would be like breaking news. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. I'm going to hold you to that because I have you recorded saying it now. So that's proof. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So recap. For those of you who are listening, that's Google, all the things, all the time. And then Trello, which is a pleasant surprise, actually. So would you tell me more about how you're using Trello? So right now, I use Trello and I have different boards on Trello. And honestly, I use it for several things. So one, I have a personal goal one, right? And so I use one of the boards to kind of track my personal goals. 
and to see if I'm in alignment with them. So I kind of check in. What I really like about it is that on each board, you have like a mini sticky note looking thing. So it's almost, imagine this, right? Imagine a whiteboard, right? With like little pockets, okay? And each little pocket has like little notes in there, right? But the good thing about it is that each little note, you can attach documents, you can add additional notes, and it houses a ton. And for me, the reason why I like it so much is because as 2020 rolled around, I really want to elevate my client experience, okay? And part of that is understanding what my standard operating procedures are from start to finish. So rather than placing a sticky note from one wall to the other, (laughs) I wanted a simpler way to make that happen where I can actually map out, you know, what each step is going to be. And for me, seeing it visually is so appealing. It's almost as good as like, I don't know if you've ever seen the ASMR. It does so fancy, right? So I use it for that. I use it to kind of map out what my day-to-day and month tasks are. Because I used to be a stickler for writing everything down. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I literally have notebooks everywhere in my office. And now I'm starting to leverage technology a little bit more just because it's just becoming a lot easier for me. And so being able to keep myself on track with things that are non-negotiable every day in my business, right? For example, you know, waking up early, responding to emails, that's one, okay? Making sure that I pray and I manifest in the morning before I do anything else, okay? Making sure that when I do get to my computer, I get myself in the zone by listening to a favorite song, right? That's on there intentionally because sometimes things can happen so fast and like you can get one email and it throws your entire day off because it turns into a fire, right? I've had that happen. (laughs) And so being intentional and then, you know, working on like month to month things, what do you need to do on a monthly basis? So for me, I need to look at my performance. Of course, I look at it weekly and daily, but looking at it monthly, like month over month, lets me know how I'm doing and what adjustments I need to make before the next month rolls out. And that's something that I used to do in corporate America, you know, when I would coach employees and I would, you know, coach supervisors is looking at their performance because performance is just a key indicator on what you're doing well and what you may be struggling with and lets you know what adjustments may need to be made to take it to the next level. And so leveraging that technology honestly has really helped me just stay focused on what I need to do, especially since now I'm homeschooling because school is closed for the rest of the year. Now, listen, this is over here being Chef Boyard Chanel, okay? Because now I'm cooking like three, four meals a day and managing all of that takes a ton of structure. Otherwise, you can just get lost in the sauce and just be completely unproductive. Mm. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. So your life, it is a lot more hectic than mine. I'm going to give that because I don't have children. I'm not married. Right. So like, that's a whole, those are two extra levels of complication, like two extra strata. So it makes sense that you need to be that organized, but I think it's super cool also that like your choice to get organized, your choice to start using Trello was also in part, it sounds like in large part due to wanting to elevate your customer's experience. And I think that that's something that 
I mean, for those who are, you know, business owners who are listening, aspiring business owners, I mean, even people who are, you know, working the nine to five, right? This is something that we can learn from, I think, right? That when it comes to the work that you are doing, if there is any way in which you can make the experience of your tribe, your people better, look into it. In fact, that's probably what you should be spending a lot of your time doing. Once you have sort of like your supporting systems in place that, again, work for you and your stage of business and all of that, you want to be looking for something that's going to elevate your client experience because that is a key differentiator, right? There is nothing new under the sun. Promise you somewhere, somehow there is someone doing something that is similar to what you're doing. And a way in which you differentiate from those people. It's not just niching down. And I say niching down with air quotes because that's a phrase that gives me agita. We could talk about that at some other time, right? It's not just niching down. (laughs) It's in the experience that your customers and your clients have while they're interacting with you, while you're onboarding them, while you're offboarding them, right? All of those things. Oof, yes. Absolutely. It's really about what makes you Mm -hmm. different. I think that's the biggest thing is a lot of people, you know, they work super hard to get people in the door. And then once they're in the door, they kind of get comfortable. Right. And they get into a place where I don't want to say they slack off, but they're not quite doing what they did to get the person to keep the person. And that's a huge missed opportunity, because if you think about like, for example, what 95 percent of my clients do and what I coach them to it's creating an introductory offer. So something like a VIP day, right? And so after working with someone for six hours in a day and then for like three additional weeks of you know support, what's next? It's not just you get that person for the four weeks and all right, see you later, deuces, <laughs> right? That's not it. And so if you are creating an exceptional client experience, they should be asking you, okay, so how can we work together even more? Like, how can I continue working with you? And that's the type of response that we all should desire to have because I've literally made over $12,000 from one client. And it was because I took them from an introductory offer to a retainer offer, right? But if I had not set the tone for what they could expect working with me going forward, if I had not gone above and beyond for them, if I had not treated them like the CEO and like the prized, like, person that they really are, they would have been like, okay, all right, thanks for helping me. I got what I needed. I'm done now. You know, you want people to continue working with you and failing to have an exceptional like client journey and experience that's already mapped out is setting yourself up for losing money. Mm -hmm. Because what what my mom always told me was whatever you did to get them, you got to do to keep them. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. And so if you're in a mentality right now where you're sort of running what it feels like a rat race, right? Where you're just like scurrying, scurrying, scurrying to get people in, like, come in the door, come in the door. Look, like big shiny signs, right? And like people flipping boards and like, you know, the kind, you know, the type, right? Like if that is your mindset right now for getting people in the door, I want you to take a deep breath and slow down a bit. (laughs) Slow down because that frantic energy that is not something you're going to be able to sustain while you have them, okay? (laughs) 
and this is even if this method has been successful for you, this frantic getting people in the door, right? What you need to do, like Chanel said, is have a think, sit down and have a think about how you can get people in the door without being quite as frantic, right? In a way that you can sustain throughout your entire process, right? So that you can elevate not just part of your process, but the whole thing. And sure, maybe at a certain point when you've got all of your systems on point, you know, that high frantic energy is going to be something you can do throughout your entire process. And if that's you, more power to you. But chances are, (laughs) right now, it's not. So sit down, have a think, figure out, okay, how can I level (laughs) this entire process? And then start raising the whole thing together as opposed to just the first bit. Because you don't want people coming in the door and then being like, I was misled. This is not what I was led to believe. That's not what you want. And I think perhaps an even worse reaction is what Chanel was talking about when the person is like, okay, cool. Thanks so much for helping me out. Bye. That's maybe even worse, right? Because like, how do you get that person back? Exactly. You know, we're all family here. So I'm going to put y'all on. Okay. (laughs) So when you do find yourself in that rat race, right? And this is the place that I've been myself where I'm just kind of running in circles and I am doing everything under the sun. And I was posting five times a day and I was commenting on other people's posts and I was doing blogs and I was going live and I still was not seeing any result or return. I had to check myself. Okay. Because I cannot attract what is not in alignment with me. And what I mean when I say that is like, if I want a like $5,000, project to be done. And I want that client. Okay. And Mm -hmm. I am operating at a vibration where (laughs) I am not in that space to attract that person. They're not going to come. And what I found was that a lot of people are working out of a space of like scarcity or out of fear. And they're repelling the very people that they want to work with Mm. them. And it's like, you first have to start with yourself to get in alignment with whoever you want to work with you. You have to get in alignment so that they're attracted to you. They're attracted to your brand. They're attracted to your messaging, but you don't get there by not being genuine to who you are. So stop looking around other people's paper like you used to do in high school today and focus on you and you alone, because I'm telling you, that you are the answer to someone's problem out here. Someone is literally praying yeah. and manifesting for the very solutions that you have. But because some people are so busy at trying to do what's working for someone else, hello, somebody, okay? <laughs> they're so focused on doing what's working for someone else, they're missing what's special about themselves. And ultimately, they're not getting anything from it. Ooh, that's a word. <laughs> I'm telling you, lesson learned. This is nothing that I'm just speaking. These are things that I've had to learn. You know, there was a time when I first started where I couldn't afford to like invest thousands of dollars in a coach. And so as I'm putting my packages together, guess what was happening? I was putting myself in a space where, well, if I can't afford this, they can't afford this. And I was going into sales calls and discovery calls already defeated because I was putting my own money limiting beliefs on people that didn't even like they didn't have that. I was projecting my own fears and feelings on people and hurting myself and my business in the process. 
don't do what I did. <laughs> don't do what I did. It didn't work. It didn't work. But the same thing goes is, you know, if you are someone where you're like, well, I don't need to invest in my business or, you know, I don't need X, Y, and Z. I don't need to attend a free workshop to level up my knowledge or I don't need to listen to podcasts or read. That's no one here, right? There's no one here. No, no, you really know. <laughs> right. But there are people like that. And then they wonder why no one's being attracted to them. You have to put out, put out like signals that are like naturally there because you are someone with a mentality of I am whatever I am, right? So if you're someone that says, you know what, I am a six-figure business coach and I book four and five-figure clients consistently, I'm going to need you to say it and because I promise you when you start saying it, you start believing it. And when you start believing it, you start acting and positioning yourself for that role, for whatever it is you're speaking over yourself. Mm, 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 mm. So good. I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is real, folks. This is real what she's talking about right here. And there are lots of different ways that you can get into alignment, right? Those of you who remember our first Curia podcast, right? This is why you're failing at marketing. Is that lack of alignment? Is that lack of alignment, right? And when you actually sit down, usually with somebody else, right? Because usually this process needs a second brain. It doesn't always, but it's usually helpful to have a second brain help you do this. When you sit down and you figure out, okay, who is it that I actually want to work with, right? Figure that ish out. Not just sort of like a vague inclination, but like a real firm image of that person that you now have in your mind, right? When you figure out what it is that your business is doing for this person, right? And what your business goals are, right? Where you want your business to be in 10 years, 20 years, right? When you figure out all of these things, you suddenly have alignment. Things are suddenly a lot easier. The systems that you're picking are easier because you know how to elevate the experience in a way that your client will love. And you know yourself well enough to know what tools are going to work with you versus against you, right? I mean, oh, it's all connected. I could talk forever about this. (laughs) It is. It's the reality of the world that we live in. And if more people took into account that it all starts with them and how they feel and their outlook on certain situations, things would be shifted like that. Because there's no way that if you are telling yourself either consciously or subconsciously, that it's not going to work, there's no way that it's going to work. And it's time for us to level up, right? And create the businesses that we all want. We all want profitable businesses. I don't have to be the most like recognized business strategist. I don't need all of that, right? I don't need to be the most known or the richest. But what I do want to do is transform lives and collect my checks while I'm doing it. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you can't state as simply as Chanel just did what it is that you are looking to do. Then, okay, maybe you need a second brain. All right. And I know that we are both here to help you out. So feel free to DM us. You know where to find us. We're at NobiWorks, N-O-B-I-W-O-R-K-S. Chanel, could you let people know what your handles are? Absolutely. So my handle on Instagram and Facebook is at I am S-H-E-N-E-L-L-E 
P-O-R-T-E-R. And that is where y'all can find me. You know, hit me in the DMs. Let's chat, right? Because at the end of the day, you're not in this alone. And we are both here to support you and uplift you and let you know that there's so much that you have to offer. Now it's time for you to level up and take this opportunity and do something about it. It's time for you to start changing lives, leveraging the story that you live, leveraging the experiences that you have, right? It's your time. This is literally your time. So if you are someone that has been waiting for like permission or you've been waiting for the message, ding, ding, <laughs> this is your message. This is the call bell. It's time for you to get to work. This is your time. Like I'm serious, y'all. When you decide that, you know what, I'm putting all my skin in the game and I'm going all in, watch and see how things shift for you because it all started with your mindset. It all started with what you wanted to do. And when you get clarity on that, watch and see. DM me when things start to shift because I'm, I'm telling you, there are some people that are going to listen to what you and I have talked about and they're going to put to work what it is we've talked about and like adjust and realign some things. And they're going to be like, wow. And like, I just want to echo what Chanel was saying. Like that mindset thing, like that is real. That is like science is confirming this stuff. Okay. Like, and let me explain it this way for y'all, for, you know, those of you out there who are like, I'm manifesting. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Okay. I get you. That's cool. Okay. Look at it this way, right? Your brain, one of the things that it does best in this whole world is filtering. Okay, it filters information, right? Otherwise, you just sort of be standing, staring at your bowl of cereal, like amazed at how shiny the milk is. Do you know what I mean? Like your brain needs to filter things, right? And so your brain is really good at helping you figure out what to ignore, what to translate a certain way, et cetera, et cetera, right? When you have a specific kind of mindset, that affects the way in which you are filtering things and the way in which you are translating things. And so opportunities that would be there in a different mindset can disappear in, let's say, a more negative mindset, right? And so the mindset that Chanel and I have been talking with you about, you know, the sort that money limiting beliefs, for example, right? That like your own beliefs about money are sort of filtering into the way in which you're interacting on your discovery calls, for example, right? That's exactly the kind of mindset that will have you miss, you know, a specific tone in someone's voice that shows that, oh, there might be promise here, right? If I ask about this thing, you know, this might be an entryway into a need that this person has in a way that I can serve them, right? Money defeatist sort of limiting mindset can completely erase translating that specific tone of voice, right? That you might have recognized in a different mindset. And so this stuff is real. It's really real. Like your mindset does affect your reality in so many different ways because it affects what you can pick up. It affects the way in which your mind translates things. And ultimately, that's the way in which we experience the world. I'm not going to get too, too, you know, philosophical and like start quoting Descartes or anything here. But like, this is true. This is true. It's almost like, have you ever been car shopping, for example, right? And you find the car that you want with the color that you want. And all of a sudden you start seeing those cars everywhere. Has that ever happened to you? And it's almost like they've been there, right? But because you put your mind on this specific thing, now you have clarity in seeing them all over the place. It isn't just a coincidence, right? 
your mind is designed to not only create the reality that you want, but to show you, (laughs) to show you what it is you're focusing on. Exactly. It works the same for your business. Yes. Ooh, look at us double teaming that love. Honey. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yes, I wish I had sound effects in this. I could do just like a high five, like a ah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Absolutely. Well, Chanel, it has been an absolute joy having you on the show. Please absolutely come back. You know, even before, you know, I'm not going to say that Google might be, you know, dethroned in a vicious coup d'etat. Like I have no idea, but even if that doesn't happen, please do come back on the show. We'd love to have you. And in the meantime, do you have anything interesting or exciting coming up that folks should know about? Well, actually, I do have a mastermind coming up starting on May the 1st, and I'm super excited. So this would be my first online group mastermind where we're actually going to work together intimately for four weeks. And I'm talking about Monday morning inspirational calls, training on Wednesdays, and then you know, working together in a Zoom room on Fridays to make sure that we are completing the tasks that you're assigned, having accountability partners. I've literally been working on this since October of last year. And I'm just excited, you know, and the best part about it is I haven't even fully launched it yet. And (laughs) I only have eight spots left. Because I, I, it was only originally supposed to be 12 people. And then when I saw how many people were interested, I up. 16. And, you know, I'm so fortunate that there are people that are ready to take that step and ready to transform their business and actually trust me to help them do it. I don't take that lightly at all. And so I'm super pumped, super excited, super grateful that I even had the vision to put something like this together. Because if you would have told me earlier last year, like in January, that I would have offered a group coaching, I'd be like, no, Quite my thing, you know, but it's like you have to be where your people need you to be. And sometimes in a group setting, you can get more partnership and collaboration, and people feel supported in a community. And so I'm just super excited about it. And so, yeah, that's what I have going on with me. Like, y'all, <laughs> super excited. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds incredible, actually. I'm just like, wait. Chloe, doesn't that sound like exactly, exactly what you need? I'm going to talk to you about that later. That's cool. I'll talk to you. Yes, honey. Like this is something that, you know, we're talking about mindset shifts, right? We're talking about how to leverage your email list, how to actually conduct yourself on sales calls so that you're going in with the tools and the scripts that you can tweak and make your own so that you can go in successfully, right? We're talking about being able to confidently overcome objections because when someone says no, no, thank you, that doesn't always mean no. Sometimes that means, hey, I need additional details. Hey, I may not have the money right, like all of the money right now. Hey, I might have to ask my husband or my wife. And so being able to maneuver those conversations and do it confidently is key. Mm, Brilliant. Yep. So if you want more info, send me a DM and we can connect. Oh my gosh. Perfect. And I will also absolutely put a little upgrade graphic in the blog post that this is connected to. So y'all can click through and come to her profile or her website or wherever it happens to be. I will make sure that you guys get those details in the blog post. So 
<laughs> Without any further ado, Chanel Porter, thank you so much for visiting us here at Curia. We can't wait to have you back. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Like, <laughs> it was so much fun. Oh my gosh. Like, I love doing these. And I keep telling people that it's like totally not self-interested me just getting all these really amazing women to talk about like their productivity hacks and how they do things. It's not self-interested at all. I'm being sarcastic. It's entirely self-interested. There's like, it's entirely self-interested. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, on that note, we'll catch you all later. Thanks.